The following program is produced and powered by StraightRadio.com. Hip-hop is consists of a few, few elements. You got the rap, DJs, the B-boys, the style of dress, and the graffiti. It's so Sonic Biggs with Let's Talk Hip-Hop, the podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, welcome back to Let's Talk Hip Hop, the podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Mr. Biggs Wines, along with Mr. Biggs and Sons Corp. Oh, man. Sally Rock by my side, my protege. <laughs> Mr. Biggs, ooh, and what's going the, on, the my brother? mini me, TK in the building. Yo, We're going to be talking yo, about yo. this week, Wines. Okay, okay, okay. AKA TK the connoisseur. All right, so Mr. Biggs, what's happening, my brother? Oh, I can't call it, man. I can't call it. This week was was kind of, eh. You know, we lost a lot of people in, in our days. You know, this hip hop thing, we lost a lot of people, man. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And this week, uh, last Saturday, we lost a good friend, dear dear to my heart. You know, I watched her grow up. Uh, Trina, she's original Zulu uh, Nation break dancer, original yeah. girl break dancing. Uh, it, it's really sad to see her go. You know, she was fighting that cancer for a minute. Yeah, this was a pretty bittersweet week. Uh, you know, as my brother Mr. Big said, we lost one of our original Zulu queens, Miss Trina George. Not only a Zulu queen, a member of the original Fly Five. The Fly Five. You had uh, yeah. Trina, Vanessa, which is my sister. We'll be yes. talking to her later on. Uh, Lisa. Lisa Bridges. Um, Jill. Was that her last name, Bridges? Lisa Bridges, yeah. Jill and uh, Shirley. That's right, that's right. The original Fly Five. And you had to, man, uh, Mr. Biggs, you know, it, it. sometimes when we talk to the audience, you know, it's difficult for them to picture what it was like back in those days. But if you were around in those days and you saw the Fly Five, these were five young ladies. And you gotta remember, we, we were teenagers at that time, like 16, 17 years old. I'm talking about some fly girls dressed in East Saint Laurent shoes, trench coats, looking good. I mean, we come to the club, a table all to themselves reserved for the Fly Five, and all of them were beautiful. All of them were extremely intelligent as well. So it's, it wasn't like just beauty. They had brains and beauty. They could all dance. They all were B-girls at one point or another. <laughs> if you remember, and this was back in the days when girls used to actually get down as well. But they maintained their flyness all the way throughout. And it, 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 it's really hard to explain. You know, Mr. Biggs, when I think about the Fly Five, I think about, remember the freak dance when that came out? The freak dance. Yeah, I want <laughs> The freak, freak dance. dance. That's right. We're talking about that fly, Charlie, man. And I, yo, Ma, you, you, you gave Nessa that money for that coat, and I can't get a new pair of sneakers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the Fly Five was dressed down everywhere they go. And you, you understand what I'm saying? It wasn't like a... No sneakers with them, you know? We talk about the freak dance. You wasn't doing the freak dance with the Fly Five. They'd be looking at you like, you must be crazy. Back up. That's right. You know who my brother is, boy. (laughs) Exactly. exactly. (laughs) But that was part of it definitely with Vanessa because, you know, she had Mr. Big. So it's like as much as we love Vanessa, it's like, I don't think we're going to try and talk to Vanessa. You know what I mean? She was real. And Vanessa was gorgeous. You have to understand. But, uh, you know, she had, she had the added protection of the Zulu Kings and Mr. Biggs. So, uh, you know, Vanessa was our sister, and she was very much off limits. But the Fly Five, I mean, they carried themselves in an extremely dignified manner. It was like you knew just from the way they were. And it wasn't like they were unapproachable. 
You know, they weren't like stuck up or conceited. They were down to earth girls, but they were girls who had a certain level of class and dignity to them that let you know they was about it, about it. They were truly, they truly earned the name the Fly Five. And Trina George was one member, one fifth of the Fly Five who has now transitioned on to the higher plane, you know? Oh, bless her soul. Yes, man. They used is. to have some good battles with uh, the sisters from Bronxdale. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the. Um... Oh, Shirley Lawson in the yeah, crew? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and, and not to mention, remember, the Lovers Three. From Soundview. Right, 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 right. <laughs> the Blakely sisters. And it was these two sisters that were always coming and dance. I never knew these girls. I think they were twins. They were. I know exactly who you're talking girls? about. Yeah. yeah. Janine nice. and Janice Horn. But this is this is the crazy shit a lot of people don't when somebody came that was really like giving them a, a way to go. Yes. They would call my wife. Oh, okay, okay. Because yeah, my wife, Pat, was like, Pat. And she was she was crazy with that break, but she didn't, you know, she stood by herself. Right, right, she right. Was crazy with that shit. Oh, so she was like the the troops, the yeah, reinforcements. She, yeah, yeah, she was yeah. the cleanup. <laughs> the cleanup hitter. Yeah, man. Whoa. Yeah, that you know. You that's ain't the, know that about your mama. Oh, I gotta ask her when I get home. Ah. I didn't know nothing about that. Oh there man. Oh man. There you go. There and you then, go. And other people don't. Trina was nice on that mic too. She yeah. was actually like one of the first, but she just never took it, you know, further. She would just get. She's a bitch. I get on the mic. Yeah. 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 You know, there were a lot of people like that. You know. Back in the days, they would get on the mic and they weren't serious about it. But had they chosen to be so, they would have been they would have been beast. Right. And, and Trina was definitely one of those. Trina was definitely that one of the early early girl MCs. She just didn't take it seriously. You know what I mean? Trina, um, she was great, beautiful people, man. She had a smile that would just light up oh, the room. Oh my goodness! And, yes. And, and at the same time, she ain't play no games, man. You know oh no, yeah. She ain't play. Well, none of them play no games. That's right. That's right. Trina held it down. Like she was, and she just wanted. As she got older, as after she, I guess she found out she got sick. She just wanted to live her life, man. She partied. She went, took trips. She just yeah. did her life, man. You Absolutely. Know? You know what I remember about Trina, and, and this is an interesting thing. We talk, you know, they talk about things like colorism, and for people, you know, light skin, dark skin, all those different kind of things. Trina was a dark-skinned girl, chocolate. And I mean, she had the prettiest chocolate complexion. Had a glow. And these dimples. That's the thing I always remember about Trina. She had these deep dimples. If you ever see a picture of her, I mean, she kept them to the bit to the end. Those dimples and that and the chocolate pretty white skin. Teeth. And the pretty white teeth and that smile. And she was a slim girl. You know what I mean? And, and, and as Mr. Big said, None of the Fly Five took any nonsense. They could all fight. They all could fight. And they were pretty girls, too. And you need to understand, like, back in the because, you know, a pretty girl, somebody might try you. If you was pretty, they might think you was soft. Ah, uh, not with the Fly Five. No, no, you, you'd get the business if you tried to press up on one of them. Cut you, you know? from asshole to appetite. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, I, I guess this is going to be a show that's dedicated to the memory of Trina George. Yeah, we're going to um, call a couple of females that was back those days, man, and let's, let's talk to the sisters today. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. We're going to talk to the sisters. We're going to talk about reminiscing on Trina George, but also talk about those young ladies and their role in the early days of hip-hop. There you go. I like that. All right. All right. So, good, good. Uh, but, um, you know, I, th- I think, you know, Mr. Biggs, mm-hmm. I-, I think we got to talk about, you know, the wine. You know, you, you give me that wine. Man, that wine. Everybody want that wine. Yes, Actually, sir. waiting for a new order now. I was taking, your TK was taking so long I'm running my wine. Ah, man, that, that wine is coming, Pops. That wine is coming. But uh, This but- podcast is brought to you by Mr. Biggs Wines, along with Mr. Biggs' and Sons Corpse. 
Man, it's beautiful, baby. Life is beautiful. <laughs> we'll be right back with Soul Sonic Biggs and Let's Talk Hip Hop. I want to let y'all know this was brought to you by Mr. Biggs Wines. And I'm Mr. Biggs from the legendary group, the Show Sonic Force. And I can honestly say I'm one of the true founders of this billion-dollar industry called hip-hop. Through it all, I have been very fortunate to travel the world, enjoy some fine things in life, the finer things in life, that is. During that time, I acquired a taste of fine wine. One day while I was relaxing, sipping on a nice glass of wine, I realized that I'm part of a new generation that just started appreciating the presence of fine wine. Yes, the early hip-hop generation is now enjoying fine wine. Millions of people throughout the world who grew up on hip-hop now enjoy the great taste of fine wine. That's that Mr. Big's wine. So when I came up with the idea to create the first wine of hip-hop, Mr. Big's Wines, I started off with my wife's favorite, the Moscato. And now we have five flavors that you can choose from. Visit my website at MrBigsWines.com to order your bottles today. Yeah, Charlie, Charlie, we back, we back. All right, all right, all right. Let's talk hip-hop, my brother. Let's talk hip-hop. Let's talk uh, females of hip-hop today, right? And, and let's talk females of hip-hop dedicated to the memory of uh, Zulu Queen Trina George. Yeah, man, it's... Um, and a lot of people don't... I told you she was an MC. Yeah, we mentioned that. We talked about that, absolutely. She was... I should have stayed, stayed on her to, make, cause, to, to really put that work in on that mic because she was nice, man. She had a unique voice. She did have a unique voice. She would have been something. She, she definitely would have been something. She would have in the vein nice. of in the vein of a Shah Rock, like the first female MC, a Shah Rock, or or even a Debbie D, who's you know right, around right. with she, us, and and Queen Lisa Lee, you know, who eventually became the the, the queen, the, the queen of <laughs> uh, of Soul Sonic Force, you know. What if that the other young lady you had mentioned to me? Um, What's her name? What's her name? The one you just showed me the picture of. Oh, my girl, uh, Zulu Queen Sunshine, Marlene? Right. Yeah, 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 Zulu Queen Sunshine. There were a number of Zulu Queens back in the days. Marlene Lee, Zulu Queen Sunshine, Zulu Queen Ladybug, Miss Cleo, uh, Colette Goodwin. Uh, of course, we mentioned uh, Vanessa and Lisa were actually the president and vice president of the Zulu Queens. And, of course, the rest of the Fly Five, Jill Atkins, uh, Shirley Williams, and, of course, the late Trina George. Um, and a number of other guys. Kim Anderson, another one who's passed on to her transition. Uh, Kim Taste Anderson also got on the microphone every so often with us with the Soul Sonic. Yeah, Kim yeah. was a piece of work. Man. Yes, she was. She, yes, she was. She was yes, a she piece was. of work. She was at all those parties, though. Yes, she was. B-girl extraordinaire. She definitely uh, left us too soon. Man. Yes, she, she did. Def- yes, she left did. us too soon. Yeah. And you know uh, who was always coming around back then? She's a DJ now, uh, Joyce. Jazzy, Jazzy, Jazzy Joyce. Joyce, that's right. She was. Yeah. She would she always was... come around and just sit in the cut. Yeah, well, she was younger. She was a little bit younger. She was on the quiet side. I remember Bam let her get on one time, and she did her thing, you know. Yeah, her, well, she, she carried it on thing. further, right? Mm-hmm. Carried one of the premier female DJs of hip-hop today. That's right, that's right. So, uh, so Mr. Biggs, who, who are we going to get in touch with first? To I'm trying to call uh, Vanessa. Have, uh, I'm here on the phone. You, you here? Uh-oh, yeah, uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, man, I didn't even hear it ring. I didn't hear it ring. <laughs> I'm here with my man, Charlie Rock. And you I know, on, I know. I on. recognize the voice anywhere. What's up, my nerdette? 
What's going on? I'm good. I'm good, sweet. I'm good. I'm good. Good. Hey, welcome to the podcast, man. We uh we bigging up uh Trina. We can uh, first of all, like I what's your this is this is a question I give out to everybody. What's your definition of hip hop? Wow. When I thought about that, it's like, wow, what do you what do you say? Um I when I think of hip hop, when I my definition would be a transformative era. Um hip hop transformed what was being done in the boroughs in New York. Uh, we went from gang banging and war to music and community and DJing and parties and um, just living life. So when I think of hip hop, I think of a really transformative time um, in our culture. Definitely. What was the first hip hop party you attended? Wow. <laughs> you you go you going back. You're going to have me count the years. Um and you know something I can't remember the first party. We had so many things going on at the time. Remember when we had the old center in Bronx River? Yeah. Down uh, down under the building? Yes, remember those yes. was the those were the initially the first parties way before we went to the big center and behind the center. Right. Absolutely. So so when you think of the first parties, I would think that that, that would be where I would say the first parties that I went to started. And, re- you- and remember, I, ha- I had to sneak away from getting away from you in order to go to the party. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we talked a little bit about that, Vanessa, when you had, before you actually got on. You know, that, that, that yeah, you, had, so- you had layers of protection over there. Yeah, in the exactly. <laughs> or, or, block, or blocking, if you want to call it. All right, all right, all right, all right. You know what? What was your most memorable party? Um, you know something? I think it was... And, and I believe we were outside. I think we were behind the center when it was a battle between Cool Herc and Bam. Mm, yeah. I think that was. I think that was probably one of the the ones that I thought stood out the most. Um, but you know, there there was all kinds of parties because you know when you first went to another party in another project, when we left Bronx River and went to Bronxdale, or when we left and went to Soundview, you know, we were making history and we didn't even know what we were doing. Yes. We were just having fun, you know, going to you know follow, following the music. You know, I I always talk about that with people because they talk about you know. Did we know that when we were doing what we were doing, we were making history? Absolutely not. You know, we were just young kids having a good time. We probably thought like all the older people, though, this was a fad. We were having a great time and it would go the way of whatever. And, you know, when you think 40, 45 years later and we looked at as pioneers and legends and and the creators of a worldwide culture, it, it boggles my mind when I think about it. Mm. Yeah, exactly, exactly. When and then when you when you when you read about it in you know the history books now, and and you know the inaccuracies of it, you know of, you know exactly. what's not being reported, you know, or what you know this reporter is writing as truth, and you're like, no, that's not true. And someone will say, well, how do you know? It's like because I was there. <laughs> that's right. Let's, you know, let's I, talk I was about there. <laughs> we definitely know you was there. Let's talk about Trina though. Let's let's say. Uh, She's definitely going to be missed, man. But what what do you remember of Trina back then? Trina was probably one of the first breakdancing girls and yes. probably one of the smoothest of the breakdancers. Yeah, she was and smooth. I rem- yeah, I mean Trina was Trina was smooth. Yes. 
And I remember we were up by Trio, you know, um, having a little block party over there. And that's when we first met Dee Dee and Sarita and all the Bronxdale girls because they battled against Trina. And then it turned into a fight. Oh, wow. And that's, okay. Yeah. And, that, and that's, and that's, I mean, it was like a full out brawl. And that's how we all met up and become became friends and stuff. But it was it was like Trina was a B girl at that time, and you know she was smooth on the, on the mic at that time also. And remember, she could hustle. Yeah, yeah she hustle. could. That's right. Absolutely could. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Remember, Trina was smooth. You know, so yeah. So you know, when I when I think of Trina, you know, that's one of the first you know the first things I think about when we were you know when we were young and just kind of hanging out. And you know, she was out of the five of us. She was the one that was going to be on the floor kind of rolling around we were looking at her like wow but you know and then she would you know be on the you know she could pick the mic and flow so and that was way before a lot of the you know the girls that got all the, the young women now that got all the um, recognition you know trina was doing that she just didn't take it that far yeah, she was smooth. We mentioned that actually. We were talking about how and Mr. Big, your, your brother. There, we gotta let you know this is as we've told you. This is that Mr. Biggs is Vanessa's brother, and uh, you know we were talking about the fact that Big said he wished he had maybe pushed her to actually stick with it because she did have a flow. She had a she had a nice voice for the microphone. She yes, she did. Oh yeah, oh yeah. She was smooth. Trina was really, really smooth. But yeah, I mean that wasn't her calling. I mean her calling took her someplace else. Yeah. But yeah, when I think of when I think of it, a lot of people don't remember her on the mic until I say, yeah, she was on the mic, and they're like, wow, I forgot that. You know, well, I definitely um, so, forgot you, you know, mentioned that... it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's funny because I act to be very honest. I had forgotten it until your brother mentioned it, and I was like, that's right. You know, Trina did get on the microphone, and she was she had some flow to her. She definitely had some yeah. flow to her. Uh-huh. But, but as you said, exactly. there were a number of different people who just, that wasn't their calling. Hey, how's Lisa uh-huh. doing? Lisa's good. Lisa, Lisa's good. She's out here with me now. You know, she's doing something different now. She's uh, working in a grocery store because she's always worked with kids. So it's been, you know, it's been hilarious to see her evolve. But she's cool. Um, you know, she was in Alabama, and I asked her, hell, you want to die in Alabama alone? Because your daughter ain't going back there. So she thought about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, so she, she thought did. about it for, you know, because she, she didn't even have a distant cousin out there. I'm like, girl, you crazy. Yeah, <laughs> do y'all so, ever talk about back in the days? Yeah, we talking, you know, her and Trina, you know, they, they were in the thick of things because, you know, when they when they started doing their thing and wilding out, those two were together. So Lisa's got you know, told you know, total different you know stories of her and Trina. Um, so yeah, so you know, when you know, thinking about her and stuff, it just kind of hit us hard. But you know, I was prepared for it because I got a call saying that you know, and I, I had known for a while that you know she was sick. Yeah. So you know, um, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, uh, it breaks my heart to know that she's no longer with us. But you know, I'm at peace because now I know that she's at peace. You know, and that right. she's no longer suffering. Absolutely, absolutely. And for those in the audience who don't don't know who are, who are becoming faithful listeners of Soul Sonic Big Let's Talk Hip Hop. When we mentioned Lisa, Lisa and Vanessa, there was like you didn't see one without the other very rarely. And they and Lisa's Lisa Bridges one fifth of the Fly Five as well, you know. And um, hopefully at some point maybe we'll get to talk to Lisa one day as well and talk yeah, about and her. Yeah, we had and then we had we had we had Lillian, Jazzy Jill, Jazzy Jill, Jill Atkins. Sh- that's right. We had Shirley Shirley, Lisa Lee, that's Vanessa right. Ness, and Trina T. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> so absolutely. Three, so three of y'all is in California. Yeah, three of us is in California now. Yep, for yeah. sure. Living on the left so, coast. Yeah, I came out here, and Jill was in St. Thomas, and then she came out here, and then now Lisa's out here. So yeah, for sure. Wow, I didn't I didn't know Jill was in St. Thomas.
Thomas because you know I used to fly out to St. Thomas quite a bit to teach, and I had yeah, no idea she, she had, was out mm-hmm. there. Yeah, she lived. Yeah, she lived in St. Thomas for quite a long time before she came to California. If, if you, hey, hey, I still remember that, and you could you could tell it now. You took my ticket to that boat ride, right? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was tired. You remember that big boat ride? That big boat ride that I think it had like about five or six high Mon- schools. Was it, it the, high- oh, Monroe, the Monroe, Monroe boat Monroe, ride? Monroe, yeah. Yes, the Monroe High School boat it ride. Yes, I do. Monroe it had Norman Thomas. Yes, it I had- do. Yeah, well, I think that's the one they had the riot on. Right, and it, it never took off. It never, it never took left. Off. It never yeah. left. <laughs> and I couldn't find my ticket for nothing. I was tight. I just went down there, had the brand new brown mark neck and everything. <laughs> I was looking fly. Yeah. And I said, man, I'm gonna get on that boat one way or the other. I ain't have no ticket. And I, I forgot who was DJing. Love Bug Starsky. Love I remember Bug that. Starsky. It was Love Bug Starsky, and the boat never mm-hmm. took off because they had no, a the riot. Boat never t- it was too many. It was too many people. But yeah, someone stole my ticket out of my out of my backpack. So I came home, and your ticket was just kind of laying there. So I was like, okay, well, I was like, he know he knows people. He'll he'll get on. He'll, he'll be fine. He'll be all right. And it was so obvious, like nobody else was going on the damn boat ride in the house. So, I was like, I'm a- Wow, wow. That's funny. When you talked about the Monroe boat ride, that was like, that's one of those legendary hip-hop moments that if you were really around in the days, in the early, early days of hip-hop, you remember that one. Yeah, that's Because that. everybody, I'm talking about, I never went to Monroe everybody. in my life and I was trying to get on that boat. And half the people who were there were people who didn't go to school. I know when people hear this one, they're going to be like, wow, that boat the ride. Monroe but exactly, because remember, Modi went to Norman Thomas with us. So Modi was rocking our lunchroom every day. Way before, way before they started making their money outside, that's where he, you know, he did the he did the turntables at our lunch every day. You know who talks so about we, that? Debbie D. Yeah, because yeah, she yeah. was there at Norman Thomas when he was doing. Debbie, she, but no, but Debbie D. is younger than I was. She came later on. Okay. Um, so yeah, she came. She came by the time he was already established. We were there when he was actually just getting his groove thing going. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! See, that's an interesting thing, Vanessa, because Debbie talks about that all the time. Mo D and L.A. Sunshine that they were all at Norman Thomas, and I actually, mm-hmm. when she first said, I thought they were all there at the same time. But I know that you are a couple of years ahead of Debbie. Uh huh. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mo and Mo D was in the class. He was. He was in the class behind me. So he was there, you know, he was there, you know, when he was real rusty and just starting out. So way before he got his, you know, his his wings his and started really dried right. off. Yeah, so. All right, Ness, man. It was nice talking to you. Nice talking. Um, um, you know, we're going to send Trina home next week. And, yes, uh, and make sure you represent for us because we love her. Down. We're going to miss her. But, you know, we're, I'm, you know, I'm glad that she's in a better better place. No more suffering. That's absolutely right. All right. Absolutely. Uh, sure. Charlize, I said hi. I will send you both love. Love you guys. Love you too. Yes, yes. Queen Vanessa of the Zulu Queens. All right. right. This podcast is brought to you by Mr. Big's Wines. Refinement in the glass. Okay. And also by Mr. Big's and Sons Corpse. Okay, okay. You know what? That was talking about the Monroe. I'm, I'm still blown up with the, with the Monroe boat ride, man. I, I, that one really brought back some memories. That's a, classic. That's a, a classic. classic. You had, man, if you had seen 
that. I mean, we're talking about hundreds of people, most of which did not go to Monroe, so they weren't even supposed to be there. And everybody was trying to get on because they didn't have a ticket. We didn't have a ticket, and everybody was trying to slide on to the boat, and anybody was anybody in the streets was hanging out at that boat ride. It was around May, yeah, right yeah, around yeah, this time, yeah, just yeah. this time of year, around May, 1978, or somewhere like that. Yeah, and Love Bug Starsky, was the MC DJ for that boat ride, and it was like the place to be. And when they got there, everybody and their mama was trying to get on this boat ride, all the fly girls, all the cats who was hustling and everything, and it was so crowded, fights broke out, people running around trying to crash the boat, and the boat never took off from the pier. Never left, that. never left. That's right. But then everybody just started, it's like everybody just went to 42nd Street. Exactly, exactly. That Look was, at that. Playland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was crazy. <laughs> that was definitely something well, at else. At least I know where my ticket went. Well, now you know. Now you know. You see what I mean? You know, if it don't come out in the wash, yeah, 30 some years later, if it don't come out in the wash, it comes out in the rinse. That's absolutely right. I had my right. ticket right by my TV, baby. <laughs> I say, yo, ma, you threw my ticket away? I ain't touched that damn ticket, boy. Ask me about no damn ticket. Well, you know, now, I, I was one of the ones who didn't have a ticket, Mr. Biggs. I was trying to crash the party. As, I got as on the boat. Did. I still don't know I got on the boat. I was on the boat. Well, you was Mr. Biggs. You were yeah, supposed to get yeah. on the boat. That's yeah, how that's supposed to work. Vanessa was absolutely right. I definitely right. was on the boat. <laughs> she, she was right. You said, he's got friends. He's going to get on there. He, you know, she was absolutely right about that, you know? Mm-hmm. So, Mr. Biggs, who are we, we going to talk to now? I don't know. We're going to try. We could try. We need to talk. We need to get, um... Deb on this phone. We need to do what's going on in these streets. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, let's try and see if we can ring up the, the, the legendary Debbie D from Us Girls, Beach Street fame. And, uh, you know, wait, listen, you know what? While we're doing that, I think, Mr. Biggs, I think this might be a good time for the wine of the week for my man none other than TK the Connoisseur. What do you think? Absolutely. Let's do it. What you All got right. for me? Yo, yo, yo. I got that wine of the week. Now, this week, that wine of the week is that Mr. Big Chardonnay. Ooh, I like that. And Mr. Big Chardonnay is a great wine. It's a white wine from Piedmont, Italy. And the pairing is there. You can pair it with some seafood, some lobster, some fish if you like it. And some good wine right there. Drinking all the profits, man? Nah, man. I'm not drinking all the profits. I ain't drinking all the profits. Listen, that sounds like a good Mr. Big Chardonnay. That sounds like a... Uh, that sounds like a nice night. Damn, Mr. Big, some candlelight. I'll tell you what, that Chardonnay, that Chardonnay will sneak up on you, boy. Oh, that'll set the mood, huh? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Chardonnay will creep up on you, man. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Chardonnay will creep up on you. You know what, they, they, they got to know, where can they get Mr. Big's wine, Mr. Big? They got to let hey, them know that. Go to um, MrBigsWines.com. It's a list of all the stores. Or you can order it on, um, Mr., yeah, go to MrBigsWines.com and there's everything's there. Where can you... Check up on your um, distribution. You can go on MrBigsAndSonsCorp.com. You got a list of all our wines on there, every single one. And where can they find where, you know, if they want to ask a question about a, a good wine, TK, how can they get in touch with you? You can go on my Instagram, which is MrBigsAndSons, or you can go on my Twitter, which is MrBigsAndSonsCorp. If you want to check me out on um, Instagram, go to MrBigsWine73, or holler at me on Facebook. Y'all know I love Facebook. I, I, I don't know if I want to, I, I, I think I want to hear a little more about my girl Trina. Yeah, Trina, man, she was uh, she was she was deep. She was deep. So I guess we'll have to talk about Debbie uh, Trina a little bit more, because from what I'm gathering, uh, Debbie D is on the line, huh? Yes, it is the hip hop matriarch MC Debbie D. What's up, everybody? Deb, What's going Deb, on, Deb? How you doing? Happy belated birthday! I know I gave you a big birthday shout out yesterday. How did you enjoy your birthday? <laughs> 
my birthday was amazing. I, I'm going to get into it in a few minutes because I really got blessed by something that I want to share with the audience. But I want to get into this hip-hop in the streets. Can oh. we talk about it? Let's yes, talk about it. Yes, we can. Okay, so the last time we got together, um, unfortunately, we kind of had to highlight um, the passing of uh, rapper Nipsey Hussle. And so since that time, we've had the funeral. It was a beautiful, beautiful service. Got a chance to hear from his mom. That was teary-eyed. We got a chance to hear from um, his longtime girlfriend, Lauren Hudson, the mother of his child. Even got a chance to hear from the kids. Real beautiful service at the Staples Center. Now, the last time we was at the Staples Center, that was with Michael Jackson. Mm. That was major. It was a lot that happened. But here, here's the tea was what happened on the street. In between that funeral, while we waited to get the information, Kodak Black decided mm. that he was going to start hitting up Lauren London. Now, she's a beautiful young lady. I mean, she's, as we would say back in the day, a dime piece. She's a number 10 all the way. For but, sure. you know, some of the brothers was like, yo, my man, you kind of need to kind of cool that. Like, this is not the time for that right now. Everybody's grieving. And T.I., rapping from Atlanta, we all love him decided he was just really gonna you know step up to the plate he did a live stream and he told the brother yo kill that now take it down apologize the whole nine yards and i gotta kind of applaud ti because a lot of guys ain't gonna step up to the plate and do that and be vocal but my brother stepped up to the plate and said yo total total disrespect and you need to kill that so you know there was an apology i have to admit that kodak black made an apology to Lauren London, you know, but at the same token, you know, Kodak Black is a very colorful, colorful rapper. You know, he got a lot of stuff going on. He is trending on Twitter right now. So people are always talking about him. You know, he was on his way to do a gig, and unfortunately he got stopped at the border. <laughs> they had to lock him up. The show got canceled. It's just a lot going on with Kodak Black. So we might have to send up a few prayers for a real good mentor because <laughs> he got a lot going on. But that's basically what's happening in, in the streets with hip-hop now. Uh, yes, yesterday was my birthday. It is airy season. I want to shout out um, the founder of hip-hop, Cool Herc, Grandmaster Kaz, Biz Markie, Cool V, my brothers from the Juice Crew. Also, Lady Miss Big. That's right. Okay? Tomorrow. Tomorrow's her birthday. Her birthday is tomorrow. That's so we right. got to shout her out. She was one of the early women who was a break dancer. A lot of people don't know that, but you did share that news with me, Mr. Big. For sure. So we want to sure. shout her out. But this is the thing that really, really got me. I got a chance to go to the theater yesterday on Broadway to see Ain't Too Proud to Beg, which is a musical for the R&B iconic group from Motown, the one and only The Temptations. Wow. And I was not prepared, Mr. Wow. Big. I was not prepared for the similarities of the same issues that go on in hip-hop groups. I was not prepared. Within mm. 10 minutes, I was like, oh, to the M to the G. Can you if expand on that a little bit? Right, listen, dealing with how you pick people for your group. They was meeting each other in school, talking about, you know, who was going to be the lead in the group. Then talking about, you know, writing credits and people trying to write and they dealing with the contracts and dealing with uh, record companies. Then even the drug scene, how some of them died 
had overdoses. I mean, as popular as they was in fame, they was just as popular even in a low period because things were so crazy. But it was just really amazing to sit there and say, man, I wish I would have had these nuggets when I started in groups. Because, listen, I think one of, one of the things that happens in groups is that we don't really get somebody to share information with us. And sometimes when they do, we don't listen. But if you're going to be a part of the group or you're going to get in this music industry, you might really want to get some knowledge and some wisdom about the stuff that goes on to navigate these troubled waters because it gets kind of crazy. So I'm going to leave it right there today, the hip-hop in the streets, and I want to say to everybody, if you could get to the Imperial Theater to see A2 Proud to Beg, you might want to get there to get this story. This is the one and only hip-hop matriarch, MCWD. Follow me on all social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at MCWD. My brother, Mr. Big, Tell the first lady, Mrs. Big, I say happy birthday. It's still airy season. There you go. One love. One love, sis. I most definitely will. <laughs> okay, MC Debbie D. Now, you know, I, I I do have a question for you, Debbie D. Sure. Okay, where are you getting those outfits from? Because I have fly, seen right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen she some outfits. Fly. I was like... Okay, that that one there, that special got the whole zipper thing going on, and you know, I'm like, all right, I, I hear you. I mean, you know, I I don't know if it's you know like secret agent kind of stuff, like you know, no, agent hush hush. No, uh, well, the logo is sitting right there. Actually, that's the two piece outfit from Adidas. Adidas, you know, mostly everybody kind of know them for their three stripes. That's their logo. Yes. You know, and a lot of people kind of know what they usually see the break dancers and stuff wear, but Adidas also have something called Adidas Original, and oftentimes they do collaboration with other designers. So that collaboration was with a woman called Danielle Cathery. I probably may be pronouncing her name wrong. And somebody else they just did a collaboration with. But that that's hot on the street. And that's athleisure wear. That's the new thing now is uh, that, you know, stuff that people used to be working out in. Yes, Listen, yes. they done took it to another level. You can wear it on the streets and keep it fly. And you know, Charlie Rock, that I am the original fly girl. You know, yeah, I, I ain't mad at you. Yeah, yeah, I ain't mad at you, sister. Yeah. I ain't mad at you at all. All right, Dev. All right, my brother. So we will talk soon on another segment for Hip Hop in the Streets. Y'all keep it locked. Peace. All right, peace. the legendary Debbie D in the house. All right, y'all. Bye-bye. Peace. This podcast is brought to you by Mr. Biggs Wines, along with Mr. Biggs and Sons Corp. Oh, man. Oh, listen, listen. My man is rocking it right about now. You know, let me tell you something. Joy first subject. Children play, women produce, some do steering. I remember the first time I ever heard that at a flash party. He was the one who really brought that out. Mitchell Jim, 1976 or 77. And he was like, oh, they went crazy. Oh, my God. Everybody killed this. Oh, yes, they did. Yes, they did, man. There's certain joints that I hear that, you know, bring me right back, and I can tell you exactly where I was the first time I heard it. And that one, children play, women play. That was the grandmaster.